this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to navigate, so every week on the show, we try to make it a little more pleasant and a little more fun. I play a game with one contestant or a team of contestants who are guaranteed to win because they're the only people playing. As we go through the game I've invented, I assign my guests points based on how much their answers to my questions cheer me up. Then, at the end, each guest, who is, I should remind you, guaranteed to win, receives a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of their choice. And we all give pep talks to cheer up a person or a group or a thing that we think might need it this week. Because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. Today's guests are the writers and creators of the new narrative historical fiction podcast, Edith, starring Rosamund Pike. Welcome to the show, Gonzalo Cordova and Travis Helwig. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I'm so, I'm so thrilled that you're here. What inspired you to write this story about Edith to, to, as a podcast? Like, how did you, what, what was the impetus? I mean, Gonzalo and I had learned the story when we were working on a show called Adam Runs Everything uh, mm-hmm. a few years ago. And it's always kind of stuck in the back of our head. Um, and I was working at Crooked Media and uh, Gonzalo is much funnier than I am. Uh, so I said, Gonzalo, will you help me write that? No, we, we were. I we don't were... dispute any uh, any part of this account. Yep. Um, this is so accurate. This is exactly how it happens. It's so strange. <laughs> no, it's always a story that stuck out to us. And uh, Crooked Media gave us the opportunity to work on it. And uh, it's, it's an insane true story from... Uh, history that we made a little less true and uh and it's been really fun to work on it was travis's idea to turn it into a narrative podcast and he it was also his idea to have the exact ads that we have so better help and (laughs) (laughs) and to parachute and uh green chef it it just came out of travis's brilliant mind it was great (laughs) that's what they call an auteur yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> he did do ad sales, so. <laughs> <laughs> Most outdoors don't go that far. Tarantino doesn't sell his own ads, uh, but you guys do. There's no better way to show that you're worthwhile than by making as much money as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually you go to space to show how much money you have. Yeah, we're, we're going to space next. We're producing an eight-episode podcast about us dying in space. <laughs> Let's get into our game. I'm so excited to play with you guys today. Our game is called Sound Advice. As writers for audio programs such as your new show, Edith, you are both experts in sounds, as far as I'm concerned. So today, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about sound. Travis and Gonzalo, are you ready to play Sound Advice? Yes. Yes. Great. Okay, great. <laughs> I considered saying, I hear that, because it's about sounds, but I realized it would not make sense as a response to your question. It, like, only kind of answers the question. <laughs> okay, but this is like sitting in an exit row. I need verbal confirmation you're ready to play the game, <laughs> or we can't take off. I this hear that. is going to space. <laughs> First question. What is the most effective sound to use as an alarm in the morning? Now, the question is, what's the most effective? Um, And I think the quiet, constant hum of crippling anxiety and (laughs) self-doubt is the most effective alarm I've ever had. I am constantly waking up an hour before uh, my alarm uh, to think about how much I hate myself. So I think if we're talking effective, not necessarily delightful to you, uh, that's uh, the most effective to me. 
I am delighted by your honesty. <laughs> For me, it's going to be the song Chihuahua by DJ Bobo, which is the end credit music to Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Um, I think there, I think we answered it exactly the same. I think that was a consensus. <laughs> <laughs> so to you, the song Chihuahua by DJ Bobo, the end credit song from Beverly Hills Chihuahua, sounds like the hum of crippling anxiety. <laughs> Yeah, it does. And I find both equally soothing. <laughs> and, and Travis, I guess conversely to you, the hum of your anxiety, does it sound like the song Chihuahua by DJ Bobo? I would say there is no difference. They are, if, if you started both at the same time, they would end at the same time. They would sync up. It would be like playing Dark Side of the Moon <laughs> while also listening to Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> That's exactly right, Josh. <laughs> this answer is worth a cool 280 points for the 280 beats per minute your heart beats at uh, because of anxiety. Also, uh, uh, way too fast for most songs. Next question. What appliance makes the most pleasant sound while it's doing its job? This, this might be a cheat answer, but I think white noise machines do because <laughs> their, their job is to make you... <laughs> To make pleasurable sounds is literally what they do. Uh, And I don't think any other appliance could beat that. That's true. I agree with Travis. Everything white is good by me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. I got to change that. Fascinating phrasing. (laughs) A white noise machine, sure. I think, uh, first of all, 150 points. I, I feel like if I were a troll guarding a bridge and I asked this question, I'd be like, ah, you've you've <laughs> you've deciphered my riddle. <laughs> like that is the riddle troll answer. Like, is there another appliance that makes a more incidental sound that you find to be like second place? Or like, I wish my white noise machine had this appliance as a setting. <laughs> For me, a can opener opening a fresh can of tuna, and then I know it's my dinner time because I am a cat. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It was really yeah. hard to make this podcast with a cat as my writing partner, but we got through it. Yeah, we made it work. Meow. <laughs> Just like all Gonzalo's pitches for jokes were always like, okay, what about like a bunch of fish skeletons coming out of the trash can? <laughs> I kept pitching uh, just a late-night jazz band with, that they play trash <laughs> instruments. <laughs> and uh, you, I can't wait for people to hear episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give them one, Josh. You got to give them one. You got to. Right. It's part of the give and take of collaboration. Even when you're doing mm-hmm. a historical fiction podcast about the wife of Woodrow Wilson. Uh, I love a can opener. I love a white noise machine. Incredibly satisfying sounds. Therefore, this answer is worth 505 points. A huge score for two huge answers. Next question. What is a human-made or mechanical sound that always makes you happy, even if it wasn't specifically created to have that response, like music or a white noise machine, per se? I've been goofing off being real silly. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a real answer. Something that makes me happy is I have an electronic kettle, and it just has a nice, soft gurgle. And when it's done, Ooh. it does not. It does not whistle. It does not beep. It just gurgles slightly quieter, and it's so pleasant. I sometimes forget to fill up my my teacup because it's so quiet and soft, but it's very pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little fountain. <laughs> You're just like, ooh, my gurgle machine is working. <laughs> That's exactly what I call it. I've been asked to stop. <laughs> <laughs> By whom? They the were a sponsor. <laughs> yes, they were a sponsor of our show. 
Yeah, and they, they pulled out once he kept pulling out. a gurgle. Yeah, that's why we got Green Chef. My answer is also about water being moved, um, but it's another sincere answer. Uh, I was thinking back in my childhood to sounds that would make me very excited. Yeah. Um, and I thought of the buzzer that sounds before the waves start in a wave pool because you've oh, been like yeah. hanging out in the pool while it's flat. You're like waiting for the waves. And when the buzzer comes, you know, like your shit's going to get rocked. You're ready. You're ready to go at that point. <laughs> this is a great answer. I can conjure that buzzer in my imagination, despite not having been to a wave pool in <laughs> probably 15 to 20 years. <laughs> But, like, yeah, that buzzer is so good. I've been to God's wave pool. That's what I call the ocean. And he has also asked me to stop calling it that. <laughs> Gonzalo, knock it off. You know I prefer God's bidet. <laughs> These are great answers. The gurgling, I feel like, is always pleasant. The wave pool buzzer is so contextual to the wave pool, right? Because if you heard that buzzer when you were, like, um, like at... Ikea, you'd be like, oh no, they're releasing the hounds to chase us out because they're closing. <laughs> yeah, it isn't, um, it's very much, you have to be ha- you have to be waist deep in water surrounded yeah. by like people mm-hmm. who were just smoking outside. Like mm-hmm. it's very important that you're uncomfortable, but when you hear that noise, you know, uh, I don't know, I loved uh, uh, water parks and still kind of do despite Thank not you. being socially allowed to go to them anymore. Sometimes they say don't go in if you've had diarrhea in the past 24 hours. Yeah. And I'm not going to I'm not going to implicate myself in a crime but I've gone in. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like quit bringing up old shit literally. <laughs> Sign at the water slide. I have a little watch that goes off when it's 25 hours and then I go find a water slide. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same buzzer as the wave pool. <laughs> Incredible. Well, these are some of the best answers I've ever heard. Th- these answers combined are worth 400 points. No doubt about it. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. It's a dollar. Think about it in gallons. That's a lot of water. Oh, my God. That's, that's a wave pool, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's Gonzalo's catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting to say it. Thank you for the setup. <laughs> yeah, look, man. I bump it, you spike it. <laughs> Next question. What animal sound would you most like to be able to make? I'd have to go with a bat's echolocation, uh, sonar. They're high-pitched Ooh. sonar so I could drive yeah. with my eyes closed. Because uh, it's just the <laughs> one I actually do want to do that when I drive sometimes. It's close my eyes. Hold on. I have just a small question. Do you, do you drive a convertible? No. Okay, so my fear is that if you close your eyes and attempt echolocation to steer your car, you'll just locate yourself in comparison to the windshield of your car. Oh, I did not consider... Well, I can get a convertible, Josh. Okay, yeah, sure. You work in show business. This is, this is a Los great Angeles. point. Actually, I thank you and award you 200 points for bringing this up to me. I'm going to go get a convertible. <laughs> Happy to inspire. I do think convertibles still have a windshield. So yeah, I'm not that's sure. True. That this yep, works. that's true. I thought that's it would true. go through glass because my eyes go through. Well, they don't go through glass, but I can see through glass. I thought that's how nope. bats' echolocation worked, but. I I have been wrong. They would just be crashing into windows all the time. (laughs) Travis, you are right. 
convertibles do have windshields. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could like kind of loft it, loft the echo occasion yeah. over the windshields. Put a spin on it. Put a spin, like, yeah, put some English on that echo occasion. <laughs> like Mario Golf. Let's go around corners. <laughs> Okay, I won't, I won't, I won't drive with my eyes closed. <laughs> you guys convinced me. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry to put the clamps on your good time. <laughs> I could pee with my eyes closed. That's totally true. That's, I, st- I do I'm that sometimes, like, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's other reasons to want echolocation. It doesn't have to just be driving with your eyes closed. So I think it's still a valid answer, Gonzalo. I agree. I totally agree. We've got you. driving with your eyes closed. We've got peeing. And with your eyes closed. Right, with your eyes closed. Right, you can pee with your eyes open, just like a person. You don't need kind of extra bat skills for that. <laughs> bat, Batman wasn't like, oh, I'm going to take, I'm going to bat pee. Like he just, he, even he just pees regular. I would hope so. <laughs> I don't know what he, he's just like, I hang upside down to pee, helps me get in character. <laughs> That's why he's so angry all the time. <laughs> Just forehead really covering his own pee. That's why he wears the mask. <laughs> <laughs> to hide his anger? No, to hide <laughs> to his, pee. his pee. off his face. Oh. Another terrific answer. This answer is worth, wow, 490 points. The amount of feet I think a bat can echolocate from, I uh, do not stand by that as science. It's just kind of a half-remembered fact from a Magic School Bus episode or book. Next question. For years... Morgan Freeman has been a go-to voice for narration and and the sound of God's uh, voice. Who would you choose as the next person to take on these roles as kind of the the de facto narrator voice of God? I I thought about this a lot, Josh, and I think you got to get the most bang for your buck. Yeah. And you got to go with Mike Myers because you're not just getting Mike. You're getting Austin Powers. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting Shrek. You're getting Fat Bastard. Yep. You're getting his British general guy from Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're getting uh, Tommy Maitland from The Gong Show. I don't know if you remember the 2017 <laughs> Will Arnett produced <laughs> reboot. Yep. Um, yeah. And guess what? You're also getting uh, Mike Myers' beautiful Canadian accent. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, all, that's, God is, has many faces. And with Mike Myers, he will have many voices. <laughs> what about Love Guru, Gonzalo? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think God should do that in this day and age. <laughs> I, I love this, the many voices of God, all right? I think, like, how much more fun would it be if Moses was looking at the burning bush and he was like, do I make you horny, baby? It would have been just, like, a fun flourish in the Old Testament. <laughs> Let my people be shagadelic. This is so easy. We could <laughs> Austin Powers five. I smell reboot. I don't. I think. I don't think they've made a four, but I think they should skip it and make this one. <laughs> oh, this, this answer is worth two hundred seventy-five points based on how many different delightful voices Mike Myers could bring to the table. <laughs> Next question: What person's speaking voice would make the best musical instrument? I think this one is easy. I think it's Gonzalo. I think <laughs> Gonzalo's voice is like a delightful little flute. Uh, and it brings up everyone's spirit when they hear it. And it's 
fun and sweet, but it's still interesting and complex. You put EDM underneath it. I think you can make some kids dance at like a, a bat mitzvah. I think Gonzalo's voice would be a fantastic instrument. I love it. This is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me, and it also is my same answer, which is really embarrassing, <laughs> actually. Now I have nothing to say. <laughs> I do. I think I, I would love to hear your voice like on a Lizzo track, like accompanying her and her flute. I could mm-hmm. be the flute. <laughs> you could be the flute? <laughs> I could do the flute sounds. <laughs> Great, there it perfect. is. There it is. Lizzo, because you're listening, uh, get it, Gonzalo. In the same room as Mike Meyer. <laughs> they are thick as thieves. They are good friends. Lizzo and Mike Myers. Lizzo's favorite Austin Powers, three. Really? Is that is that real? That's yeah, for sure. I, I can't imagine it's real. <laughs> you, uh, you had me. I can't imagine. I don't know what interview was she asked anyone. that question. <laughs> Lizzo, I'm so glad I have you here. Which of the powers do you love? <laughs> Lizzo, who are you wearing, and which of the Austin Powers trilogy is your favorite? I could hear Terry Gross asking this question for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> this answer is worth uh, 250 points. Absolutely, it's a great answer. Next question. If you could pick one sound to never hear again, what sound would you choose? I don't want to... I, 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 my real answer, and I've never heard it, but I would pick the sound of a dog dying. I never want to hear it. And I'm, oh, my Jesus God. Christ. I'm very Jesus sorry. Christ. I'm not making your day anymore. I realize after this. <laughs> this one, this one, this took a turn. Can you, can I, hear me out why it's not a sad answer? Because if I made okay. this wish, it would mean all dogs live forever. So this That's is this is like a nice a nice thing for the world. It's like the I'd like to give the world a coke. I'd like to make it so that all dogs live forever. Mm-hmm. No dogs go to heaven. Like <laughs> no dogs go to heaven. They stay on this hell on earth with us, <laughs> <laughs> and they keep repopulating until the earth is covered in dogs. Yeah, we will. It'll just be covered. No ice caps. Just dogs. <laughs> the dogs are melting. <laughs> oh, no. oh, global warming would have to get so hot. <laughs> but they can't die. They can't they just die. Melt. They're just puddles of dog living, sentient That's dog what puddles. water has always been, is just dogs from the past who have melted. <laughs> that does feel like some mythology, like some Greek mythology when they were first workshopping it. It's like, this is yeah. all, Earth is just melted dogs. <laughs> and then they were like, Hey, you want to take that one again? You want to do like another take of that for safety? All right, what if, yeah. what if Zeus becomes a swan and, and has sex with people? That's way better, actually. Yeah, we're talking. <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> oh, Zeus is so horny. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So many kids. Much like my man, Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the actually, voice of Zeus. Yeah, actually, like Austin Myers. Powers is a retelling of the ancient Greek creation myth. <laughs> that is how wow. that is how the Greek creation myth, the, the god went to Earth and said, do, do I make you horny, <laughs> Earth, and had horny. sex with the Earth? And then that's how humanity <laughs> came to be. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's not, I mean, the ancient Greeks have said weirder stuff. Than Shagadelic? <laughs> yeah, they have said Shagadelic. <laughs> <laughs> Is, wait, I have a question about the word shagadelic. Yeah. Was that an actual word or is that an Austin Powers made up word? Because I was, I watched Fear Street, uh, which is a very fun uh, series of horror movies that my friend Corey produced. But one of the characters in the 70s says shagadelic. 
And I was like, wait, I think Austin Powers made that up. I don't think that's a thing people actually said. This is a great question. I do not know the answer. If I had to venture a guess, my impression until you asked this was that's an Austin Powers coined word. Right. What do you think, Gonzalo? I think that's how my dad proposed to my mom, so I'm pretty certain he said, <laughs> said do you want to have a shallow life together? So I know for a fact. And they got married in 2004, so it yeah. didn't go either way. <laughs> Gonzalo's parents wrote Austin Powers, though, so that's what you should <laughs> My parents are Mike Myers playing the part of my dad and my mom. <laughs> the wedding was him and the priest, actually. He played all parts hey, of the wedding. That's really beautiful. His range knows no bounds. His range created me, yeah. <laughs> he has the ability to create life. Are you also in a Mike Myers character? Uh, did I do that? Wait, no, that's Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely... Who did you think that was so when you said it? I was trying to think of a catchphrase. <laughs> That's a wave pool, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible answer. This is this is great. You, nobody wants to hear the sound of a dog dying. We'd all prefer dogs lived forever. That is worth 500 points based on how far in years in the future it would take for the, the Earth to be overrun with dogs in this scenario. That is the end of our game of sound advice. Your final score is 2,335 points, the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. Gonzalo and Travis, how do you feel? Shagadelic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling horny, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't no, say. Okay. I shouldn't end uh, things with that with that statement. <laughs> no, you're just quoting Zeus. I'm feeling horny, baby. <laughs> Do I make you horny, baby? That was no, that was Zeus. That was the Zeus quote. The yeah, Zeus, he, quote. He, Zeus does say he says, "Did I do that?" And then when you say yes, he says, "I made you. I'm feeling horny, baby." Ah, <laughs> one of the one of the horniest gods. This has been a great round of gameplay. Just incredible virtuoso. And as the grand prize winners, you have each won a $100 contribution to the charity or aid cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? You can pick the same place or different places. I was inspired by Gonzalo's answer. So I'd like to donate my $100 to a Purposeful Rescue, which is a nonprofit um, that saves dogs from high-kill uh, Los Angeles shelters, specifically senior dogs and dogs that have problems that make them uh, someone that, uh, or a dog that would be more likely to get put down. I adopted a senior dog, uh, from there a few years ago, and it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. The sweetest, gentlest dog in the world. Cannot recommend a purposeful rescue enough. Uh, and if you're going to adopt a dog, consider senior dogs because they get overlooked and they're often, uh, the best in the world. I love that. That's a great choice. I myself have a senior dog that, that we adopted and, and she's a, a sweet little grump. Um, Gonzalo, where will your prize money be on? For me, it's Americans for Immigrant Justice, a Florida-based charity that helps champion the rights of immigrants in Florida and around the U.S. I love that. That's another great cause. Thank you so much. Just a wonderful ideas. We'll be right back with Pep Talks. But first, a quick word from our sponsor this week, Kitlender. If you're going camping this summer, Kitlender gives you a great way to easily and affordably rent top-of-the-line gear for your trips. You don't have to 
pack stuff up. You don't have to make these big upfront purchases of a ton of camping equipment that you're going to use once or twice. You just order it from Kitlender and you you rent it and it ships right to your destination. Free shipping and returns. Full kits of tents and all rented to you at just 10% of the average cost to purchase. Experience more and haul less with Kitlender. Head to kitlender.com, K-I-T-L-E-N-D-E-R.com and use code MMD10, that's Make My Day 10, for a 10% discount on your next order. That's kitlender.com and MMD10 is the code for 10% off. It's a nice way to make your camping experience a little easier when, when, you're, when you're out in the, in the wilderness. Enjoy. And now back to the show. And now for our final segment on today's show, the pep talks. We will each give a pep talk to a person or group that we think might need it. I will go first. Mine is for people with different accents than the average person where they live. Sure, your voice sticks out a little at a party or at work, and maybe you sometimes use a piece of slang that people around you've never heard and it makes you feel a little self-conscious. It can feel weird to sound different, to utter a stray wicked or hella or y'all, or a word in, 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 a, in a different language entirely that gives away that maybe you're not from around these parts. Maybe it's something as simple as saying inline, not online, because you're standing in a line, not on some kind of imaginary line on the ground. Plus, online means a totally different thing now, and the on- standing online people should just let it go and convert to inline. Or we could all just say we're in a queue. And I recognize that there can be legitimate drawbacks, right, and and social pressures to not sounding like the dominant culture of an area, but every little tick and quirk from home uh, is a tiny little celebration of where you're from and who you are and who you've always been. And it's not the only way to celebrate your heritage, obviously, but it's one way to do it. So maybe people think you stick out a little bit, and maybe you worry that you sound a little outside the, the group that you're currently in. And maybe you feel like an idiot townie because you're talking about the Peabody Awards to a bunch of journalists, but you call them the Peabody Awards because that's the name of a town near where you grew up and you sound like an asshole and everybody laughs, but that's okay. That's who you are, hypothetically. And it's okay. <laughs> Gonzalo and Travis, the floor is yours for your pep talks. I want to give a pep talk to uh, Jackbox Games, the company that makes Quiplash. Hey, Jackbox Games, the company that makes Quiplash. I know you're probably noticing a sharp decline in people playing your games recently, and I wanted to say chin up, okay? Sure, I never want to play one of your games ever again for as long as I live. And sure, I associate your brand with one of the worst years in modern human history because of all the death. But you made games like Quiplash and TKO and the other ones my friend Ben would always push on us when in reality we just wanted to play Quiplash and TKO that brought genuine joy to all of our lives and there was no other place to find it. You connected us at a time when we were desperate to see our friends and you gave us something to talk about besides asking one another, hey, how you holding up? If your company never again reaches the heights you achieved during the global pandemic, I want you to know that's okay because there are so many companies out there, especially ones based in Chicago, that will never make people feel half as happy as you did. So while I never, ever, ever want to play Quiplash again, I can say with certainty that my life was better this past year because I had you there. And I want you to know that makes you special. I never want to see you again. That's beautiful. I want to give a pep talk to Onions. 
People always complain that onions make them cry. Um, but you know, when I cut onions is when I'm cooking. And you know what I do when I'm cooking? I talk to my mom. And my mom always tells me a sad story about a person from my childhood I don't remember. And the onions <laughs> help me empathize and shed a wet one for my distant cousins <laughs> who are going through a tough time. So, you know, onions, people don't like that you make them cry. But to me, you, it's... It, it, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a way of fool. Pouring one out for your childhood acquaintances through your eyes. <laughs> and that's been the show. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Gondel, and this has been Make My Day. Thank you to this week's champions, Gonzalo Cordova and Travis Helwig. Gonzalo and Travis, where can people find you and your work? Well, people should listen to Edith on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. They've told us that that's the way to say how you should listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> wherever you get them, whether whether it's Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, or you just buy them from a guy and he <laughs> recites them to you. But look up Edith and listen to it. It's great. Do that. Yeah, and uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at, at Gonzalo R. Cordova. Uh, you can follow me on tr- uh, Twitter at Travis Helwig. Uh, but listen, Edith, we have a great cast, too, outside of Rosamond, including Esther Pavitsky, Stephen Root, uh, Darcy Carden, so many really, really, really funny people, Diedrich Bader, Clark Gregg. Uh, the list goes on and on. I'm surprised that it's as good as it is. It's amazing, and people should listen. I will put the information about Gonzalo and Travis's charities of choice on the show's social media and in the show notes in case you are moved to donate on your own. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, recorded and edited by Kat Iosa, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. Thank you.